Number 18. Wait, this is wait, another wait. episode of Free oh, Game Friday. <laughs> episode 18. You know how this shit go. Cheater. We got a bunch of questions from the homies, from the fans, from the supporters that sent them in. We're going to run through these and answer them as honest and best as we can. If you got questions, it's a link below. You can send in your questions for me, your T, or the gang, whoever. Let us know what you want to know. If you I'm would like a, a more personalized experience, you can also submit an offer for a one-on-one -on -one consultation with me. Ah, you still doing those? I am. Nice. I, have, I haven't been accccepting offers, but I'm back. I'm, I'm back, back, baby. She back, baby. <laughs> this first one is from Admoni Dale. As a new artist, how do you spend 50 to 100K in business credit as an independent artist? Marketing ads, production, tour, collaboration, etc. This is a great question. I would spend it in all of those. Um, 50 of that, I would definitely spend in advertising and marketing on ads behind great content. So let's say you got 100. Let's just chunk it up 25, 25, 25, 25. I would spend 25K just creating content. Whether that's, uh, I would really do visualizers and live sessions because music videos could be a bit more costly. But if you can get the cost now, 25 in, in visual content. I would also spend 25 making the music if you don't have your own studio or setup. I would spend 25 in running ads behind the pieces that go organically. And I would spend another 25 on merch. I wouldn't even focus on shows starting off until you get your music out and your content and you start growing a base and getting that and that could generate more revenue. But most importantly, um, ads, music and merch, because those are things that bring you in more paper. And you definitely shouldn't spend that 25 of music money like at a studio to just record your music. You should spend it on buying equipment. Yeah. Get your own studio. Get your own camera. So a lot of that budget, if it's 25 for visual content, take 10 or 15 and get your own equipment and use the rest to make the content. But you should always be um, building your own infrastructure first. These are facts. I feel like that was for you, so I'm just going to skip that and then let you pick it up later. This is from, how did you pronounce this among the other episodes? Zostradamus. What he said. How, what do you feel does better overall, short form or long form content? Um, in this day and age, it's easier to get a lot of views on short form content just because the replay value is a lot faster. So people, if they enjoyed it, they're going to watch it over and over again, which of course increases views. But um, overall, I wouldn't say one is better than the other. Your YouTube channel could be, I mean, there's people who make a living off of YouTube right now and that's long form content majority right. of the time so they have their purpose right yeah, short form one. short form content is just marketing to get you to the long form version right exactly. little baby dropped a trailer to a documentary the documentary was the long form right. you feel me so short form should just be advertising for whatever your long form serving is and they're the highlight advertising not highlights just a random. it's called a reel because it's a highlight reel Put the parts that niggas want to see. We don't care about the parts that no one's interested in. Put your dunks. Put your threes. Right. Put your game-winning shots. Put your gems in there. That's what your reels is for. And get Highlight straight reel. to it. Straight, straight to, to it. it. This is from Lulu Produce. This nigga Splash wrote this one. No, that's Yaceyon. This Yaceyon? That's only, there's only a few of those. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired. <laughs> nigga, I thought Mel Mel wrote this. 
Don't do math. Right now, right, right. When registering a song with a PRO, do you have to register each track in an EP slash album, or can you register the project as a whole? So yeah, with your PRO, you have to register each song. Sound Exchange has a bulk import feature. So when you go on there, you, they have an ingestion tool, and you can fill out a form and enter all of your shit. But if you don't bulk ingest, then yeah, you have to do each song. You want to get paid off each song, you should register each song. This is from Pab underscore Tor. What was Jay-Z's response when you reached out to see if he knew how his company was doing funny business? That was his response, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Tazzy Online. When running Facebook IG ads, should you run separate ones per city, country, and only one keyword, or is it okay to put all your targeting together? So it depends on what you're running for. If you're running for something that is regional or specific to a certain location, then you should be using location data. If you're just running in terms of awareness for a piece of content that looks really great, then run it open. Don't, don't make it specific or narrow unless you're trying to grow regionally so if you're like i'm from oakland and i just want to get the bay area first as my fans and you don't want to waste ad dollars because you can only do shows in your region because that's the amount of paper you messing with then run it regionally so you could get the area that you want to go to but uh if you're just trying to expand awareness run that shit open well let let the platform pick for you because they'll yeah. target the audience better than you would i already did one of theirs him too this is from at KD The Vision. I've heard you, LaRussell, say that in a couple songs, what does flow water mean to you? Man, flow water means just uh, with ease. You know, water, water, water does everything with ease. Water can crush rocks. It can also grow plants. They do everything with ease. Water is never trying. Water can form, it's, it's formless, it's malleable, it could fit anything, my flow could fit anything, no matter where it is, fit in any pocket, it could heal, it could kill, you know, flow water. <laughs> this is from Q Ortiz Music, Russell, I know you mentioned stars in a recent Free Game Friday, do you recommend stacking up to purchase one of those presses? or get what I can get budget-wise and build up to it. I see presses plus a potential printer and accessories. I do recommend saving up to get one of their presses. Um, Cause if you get one cheaper than theirs, then you are kinda doing yourself a disservice because their lowest model one is only about 1500 bucks. So just stack up whatever you are gonna do and just get that one. Cause they, they have a really good one. They have a great warranty. They'll replace it if need be. Um, so yeah, I recommend getting, I recommend theirs. My first heat press came from, uh, I think, like Heat Press Nation or something. And that one was really good, too. So, I mean, it, it's, it's up to you. But I recommend stalls. I really like their platens. I like their presses. They got good technology. Um, yeah. This is from a.n.y underscore properties. My daughter... I don't want to butcher her name, so I'm not going to say it. Just reached a million streams. What do you suggest we do to take it to the next level? 
a million streams. What's the next level? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a, a I great question. It, it depends <laughs> on what the next level is. Um, a million streams, uh, I don't want to say it's, it's not a big m marker, because it is. It's a, it's, a, it's a milestone, but um, it's not hyper-definitive, right? There's so many ways to get to a million streams, so depending on where you want your journey to go, that next level could look different. Are you talking about the next level in streaming? the next level in career and shows, so it, it depends, and they're not always connected. You know, you could do a million streams and only three people come to your show, so I think it depends on what next level you're looking at. Hit us back. Let us know what that next level look like. That was your question? That was what you was going to say? Come on, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Do you, you said have it, any input on that? Nah, you said everything I would have said. Teamwork. This is from Cinny. It says Sin on it. In, in, they oh. made sure. This is from Sin. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you, spell it right. <laughs> when you were working alone, how did you get your content? Would you have someone come help record your videos and take pictures or was that a self-DIY type thing? Uh, both. Yeah, when I was working alone, I've had the period where I set the tripod up myself, hit record, and ran and did what I needed to do and ran back and got the video, edited, and then I also had homies that I called when I needed them to pull up and do things as well. So I did a little bit of both. You just got to do whatever you uh, have to do, honestly. No way around it, you feel me? If no one's there to help, you still got to get the content done. I used to hit record and run in the booth and record and come out. I still, till this day, you feel me? So, yeah, if no one's there to help, you got to do it yourself. The last thing we're going to do is wait on niggas. We're not going to wait. <laughs> we're not going to wait on a nigga. This is from KGDA Vanessa. How much should an upcoming artist... Oh, we wrote the same question. I wrote this, too. How much should an upcoming artist be on social media to promote their music? And how do you deal with mental health alongside doing so? So you truly don't have to be physically on social media. You can use content, calendar, tools. Oh, I'm so sorry. To, um, you see? Y'all see? To schedule out your, your content. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't make me do it again. <laughs> They were like, what's wrong with her eyes? She don't be sleeping. Can I answer the question? Yeah, my bad. That's crazy. Just, wow. Um, <laughs> art therapist. <laughs> the big sleeve baby fist. Okay. Um, you don't truly need to be on social media in order to promote your music. Big sleeve baby fist? <laughs> Nigga, what? You're late. Shut up. Okay. You can use content, calendar tools like Later, Simplified, Hootsuite to schedule out your content. It'll connect to your account and it'll post for you. You just have to like uh, pre-type your captions and things. Um, but there is still the part of engaging with your fan base. And I mm -hmm. think that's something that LaRussell has done very well, which is why his fans feel so connected to him. Like he still responds to DMs, comments the whole nine, and I think that that's a very valuable um, thing to do in order to build up your core fan base. If you want people who just watch but don't really support physically, then you don't really need to be on it. But if you're planning on building a true core fan base where they're going to ride or die for you like Beyonce's fans do, then you're going to need to be on there. 
Just, Which um, is crazy because Beyonce does not engage with her fans. But, I mean, she's just huge at this point. Like, once you have that kind of impact on somebody's life, you don't need to engage anymore. But, I mean, like, I wonder if there's a necessity be- because Beyonce blew up in a time pre-social media. So, we're not even sure if like, she's like ever Jackson. engaged with her fans they, in that way, right? That's like Michael Jackson. Like, they, he just didn't you feel could still human. get this big without engage of course you can because yeah. niggas still do it every yeah day, right? but i'm just if you're trying if you're an upcoming artist and you want that then you know i think um if you if you decide not to engage with them then you're gonna have to find mm-hmm. creative ways to get around that your music better be real good <laughs> right or something not even though. <laughs> and yeah. the mental health aspect um is something that you just have to take in stride do what you can and what feels best to you and that's going to look different for everyone only took five minutes to answer that. This is from at Shane's <laughs> Sounds. What equipment would you recommend investing in to start pressing up your own merch? Stalls.com. Uh, they have a, their, I think their beginner press is called like a Hotronic something. And I think it's like 1250 or 1500 maybe somewhere around that range. Uh, I think that's a great starter press. Um, get your transfers from Supercolor or FM Expressions to start. Uh, get your garments from SNS Activewear. If you get a, a California, re- well, you may not be from California, but if you get a resale certificate certification, then you can get a, a wholesale license and you can start getting wholesale orders. Eventually, if you get like a business LLC, you can get a net 30 there. But uh, garments, SNS, transfer, supercolor, FM expressions, press from stalls. You in the game. What's a net 30 for people who might not know? A net 30. We don't do net 30s unless it's biz credit. <laughs> so a net 30 is basically a, a line of credit. Someone will allow you to buy and purchase your materials, but you don't have to pay for it until 30 days later. And what that does is allows you to buy garments, sell them to the hood, sell them to your people, make all the money back, and then you can just pay them out of the profit instead of you have to pay up front. You feel me? We don't do net 30s unless it's biz credit. We love net 30s on the back end, but never on the front end. You know, we don't like being paid 30 days later for our services. But we'd love to pay a nigga. But we love to pay a nigga 30 days later, man. <laughs> that shit is beautiful. This is from Malcolm is important. Yes, you are. Will you still do shows after you retire from making music? I haven't gotten a chance to see you live yet. I live in Atlanta. Um, we're going to come, we're going to do Atlanta this year. So you'll get a chance. But, uh, after I probably do like one to three, four, five shows a year, and those will all be at home. So, uh, I probably won't be touring after, but I will be doing the backyard or residency style things if I feel like it or something that Momo's, but, uh, expect very minimal from me. Don't expect at all, actually, you know, that way you could just be grateful for whatever you receive. That's a great answer. This is from Padre Bless. How should I split my percentages on BMI when I collaborate with another artist? Because I noticed you could add over 100% when it comes to split, so it confuses me. Um, so it's not really over 100%, but on ASCAP and BMI, it shows 200%, and that's because it's a composer and there's a writer, which is basically, it's really 100%, but they, they just want you to give your full amount to each side. Um, if you're splitting it with another artist, like a featured artist, um, you can determine what that split looks like based on their contribution. If someone just did a hook and and maybe not a bunch of the song or just a bridge, that could be a lower percent. I generally split my pub 
in half if there's a feature artist. I just take 25. I give them 25. The producer gets their 50. If there's multiple producers, they split it mutually between one another. But yeah, it really depends on roles because it could go so far. If it's just a bridge or a small part, then you could divvy that split. But it depends on uh, what you want to do with it. This is uh, from No Name. I recently found out about LaRussell and saw his interview with Idea Generation. LaRussell, can you break down the four points you wrote on the glass in terms of what it looked like during your come up? Point one, 10,000 shots. Two, have integrity. Three, discernment. Four, be disciplined. 10,000 shots. Uh, I mean, repetition. Repetition is the key to, to everything. I don't think there's anyone in the world who's become successful without repetition. Um, it's very hard to beat the person who's played the game 10,000 times. You're going to have a hard day. <laughs> um, have integrity. Um, that's just, um, you're going to get offered everything. You know, um, Lauren Hill has a line in a song. Uh, she say, uh, if you're dying to be a rich man, don't you take too much. You know, if you, if you take from a rich man, don't you take too much. You feel me? And I think that goes into having integrity. You're going to get offered the world one day if you're great at what you do. And you have to really um, have discernment in whether you need the world or not. <laughs> right? Sometimes Jeez. you just need to take what you no, need. You don't need to take everything, <laughs> right? What's the third? Well, discernment. Discernment. <laughs> so discernment goes in a line with that. Being able to just uh, determine what's for you and what's not for you. Sometimes, uh, sometimes things are great, opportunities are great, but they're not great for you. And that's a very tough thing to swallow sometimes. Sometimes shit is so great and it's like, no, we need this, I want this, but it's not great for you. And you got to have discernment to know when to walk away. Be disciplined. Discipline. Um, I think I wrote that before I figured discipline out. I wouldn't have even said discipline now. I would say desire. Because I've, I've learned that it's not discipline that's necessary. It's desire, right? Like, I, um, um, you have to have desire for discipline to even be a thing, right? I don't get up and go to the gym every day because I don't desire to. But I choose to make content and make music and mix songs every single day. Not because I'm disciplined, but because that's what I desire to do. That's the part that I love, right? So it's all about desire. You're going to do whatever you desire to do whether you're disciplined or not, right? You could be, you can look disciplined in one field, but you really not. You just really enjoy it. You just like, you know, whatever the perks of that is, which is why you do it every day. So no discipline here, all desire. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, it's your question. This is from Rama. That's a great name. When using a YouTube beat, Ramen. do you give split? That's why you like that? Nah, sound Rama, like ramen? Nah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when using a YouTube beat, do you give splits on DistroKid? Of course. <laughs> of course. I give them the same split. I would give a producer. That's my homie that I work with. It's no different. They still provided the soundtrack to my life. The one time in your life, it's not different. It's the same. <laughs> it's actually different and that's the thing this is from Sheriff put him up <laughs> okay Swift Dream 
When taking your <laughs> It's funny because he says things that aren't funny all the time and everybody fake laughs because they all think they work with him. When you're taking 10,000 shots, how intentional are you about reaching that goal? Is it something you break down into chunks to achieve or is it 10,000 or is 10,000 shots more of an idea to just keep doing reps and you don't actually think about how many shots are taken? Yeah, I don't actually think about how many shots are taken at all. I'm not actually counting to 10,000. The the idea is to get so immersed in it that you lose count. That's the thing. Like you, you should. If you're actually tracking ten thousand, great. <laughs> but the the idea is to do it so many times you can't even remember how many times you've done it. You're gonna pass ten thousand when you just got your heart in, and then you're just doing it because you love it. But when you set the goal that high, it just keeps you working, right? You can't do it in one day, so you naturally chunk it. But just lose count. If you know how many songs you got, you ain't got enough. If you know how many reps you've done, you haven't done enough. Something. This is from at Loose Grams. You previously mentioned that you know exactly what to do if one of your songs or content goes viral. Can you explain in detail what you would do in regards to where you are now in your career? And also, how does that differ to an artist starting out with a small following? Thanks for everything you and your team are doing. Respect. Man, shout out to you, dog. So, yeah, if a, if a piece goes viral organically... I think the process is very simple. Um, create more pieces of content behind it. Run ads behind the piece that's going viral and never stop advertising it. Um, we've seen our growth go from last year, what? like We were at 18,000. We grew by half a million. Yeah, we grew by over half a million in a year. And that's because I never stopped advertising. Pieces that went viral in January, I was still running ads behind them in December. Right, and never stop seeing new people. When you have a piece that goes that the world organically agrees, we enjoy this. If five hundred thousand people agreed organically, I love this. Never stop running that piece. You feel me? Until you find a piece that does better that you can put behind, but keep that shit flowing so new people keep seeing it, and you're gonna keep growing every day. We grow by the thousands every day. Um, eventually, if it's a song that's like big enough, and you have the budget to be able to take it to radio and all that shit or get on tv or get on a big platform and perform it that only excels it but definitely keep advertising it um and and not through like i say not through the means of redoing the song or posting the same piece of content over and over and over but run those ads so it just keeps getting exposed to a new person every day that's where the labels differ like label artists are able to drop one album a year because they're exposing it to people throughout the whole term Right. Like when you're indie and you're smaller, we'll drop a song and post it once. And then after it has its time, no one ever sees that shit again. <laughs> you feel me? Like it stops right. versus the labels where it's like they'll drop something and they're 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 pushing that shit out through ads and shit for fucking three, four months. So it's still landing in front of new people, even though it looks like they're not dropping music. They're still getting exposed to new people every single day. I could stop posting today and new people will still be seeing my content because I have ads running all the time. What's the time on this? We almost out of here, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I, I gotta use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Piss on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just piss on myself. 
This is from H Lions. <laughs> How would I go about building a core fan base if I'm moving to another state? My core now is LA and San Diego, but I'm going to Vegas for a couple months to run this checkup. Your fan base is not dependent on where you are. It's right. dependent on how you're doing. Like if your uh, your fan base shouldn't leave, shouldn't stop supporting you just because you, just because you move to another state, unless you stop serving your core fan base. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be physically in that state. I doubt that you see all of your fans in LA slash San Diego all the time. You just uh, if you wanna if you wanna keep them, you're just gonna have to keep doing the work. Yeah, and what let us please like let us know what makes you think your core is in San Diego or LA. Like what are what are you using to determine that? Because that's an interesting statement to say my core base is located here. You know, it's probably where they're from. Hmm. Maybe they go on streaming metrics often. Streaming, yeah, yeah. The hmm. majority of your uh, analytical following. Yeah, yeah, on social media. Yeah. This is from Kinsha G. Does good come? We never did get the time. <laughs> it's the little red number on the screen. Oh, that's that's about it, right? That's crazy. Does good company have any needs for marketing, <laughs> partnership, or business development? Um, needs no. Desire, sure. If it makes sense and it aligns, of course, we're always open to developing and partnering and doing things bigger and cooler. Um, but no, there's not a need, but there's definitely desire there if you're someone who, you know, has something that is uh, substantial or, or it's great. That makes sense and fits. Yeah. <laughs> one more, last one. Bring us on. Come on. This is from Q Ortiz Music. Make it a good one, bro. LaRussell, I'm not sure how the terrain is in Vallejo, but what kind of bikes do you ride? You up on, on the e-bike wave? No, I don't ride e-bikes because I like to work hard. <laughs> <laughs> the e-bikes, it's feel like cheating. <laughs> it feel like cheating. You get to push the knob and go up the hill. It's like, no, nah, you're not getting that way. It's like getting dropped off at the top of the mountain. Sorry if you got an e-bike. I'm not knocking you or nothing, but for me, I got I to gotta really get it in. I don't want to make it to the top of the hill and I didn't work to be there. It wouldn't feel the same. But I personally ride a Marlin 7 by Trek. Um, the homies got, I also got some specialized uh, rock hopper bikes at the crib. Um, yeah, I like Trek. They're, they're one of my favorite brands so far that uh, I've enjoyed. I've had a couple different versions of their bikes. And yeah, the Marlin 7 is my favorite. Solid. And that wraps another episode, episode of Free Game Friday. Come on, you know what's going on. We appreciate y'all. 18 weeks. Yep. If you'd like uh, your question answered, you can submit it at the link below if you're watching this on YouTube or at the link in bio if you are and watching gonna, this on And we're going to start doing specific subjects. So hit us up and let us know what topics or subjects y'all want us to cover, whether that's uh, specific ones on merch and marketing and advertising and recording and equipment and photography videography if there's any specific topic you want covered please let us know until next time